Happy Friday, everybody. It is Friday, March 25th, 2022. This is the Second Half Podcast. I'm Tom Pollan. If you're listening to this, as always, that means you made it through another week and margaritas are in order. Um, You know I don't drink, uh, or at least not very often. So if you're hitting the margaritas uh, 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 Friday night, have an extra pitcher for me because uh, Saturday I'm taking a little trip to go see the daughter I didn't know I had for the very first time face-to-face. Uh, I'm going to be able to meet my daughter, my son-in-law, and my grandchildren. So, I, I can't drink. I, I need all my faculties about me. Uh, but you guys tear it up on my behalf. Um, as I do every week before we get into the shit I'm going to talk about this week, um, some housekeeping. For the people that are finding me for the very first time, as I say every week, uh, this is an amateur podcast. It's not done in a studio. It's not professionally edited and mixed. You're gonna, it's done, if you go over to YouTube and you see the video of it, it's done on a, a $100 uh, podcast mic from Amazon and my goddamn laptop. That's it. And, and nothing else but the words I wrote out on a, on a, on a Word doc. Uh... So you're going to hear some background noise. It's not going to be clean. It's not going to be, you know, as precise as other podcasts. Just just deal with it. Just roll with it, man. It's not meant to be some polished, finished product. Uh, also, if you're finding me for the very first time, chances are you don't know about my website. So if you have a moment, swing by uh, oldhippymedia.com. That's oldhippie, H-I-P-P-I-E, media.com. Uh, there you're going to find anything else you want to know about me. I got a little blog. Haven't done any work on that in a hot minute. Thinking about pulling it off uh, the website in favor of a of a of a picture page. I don't know. We'll see. Uh, you're going to find links on where you can follow me on social media: Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, being my biggest audience. Um, Clapper. Uh, I think I have my uh, Snapchat on there as well. Uh, I think I said YouTube. If not YouTube, and of course Patreon. If you like this podcast, I do bonus podcast episodes on a subscription-only basis over on Patreon for as little as $4.20 a month, if you know, you know. Uh, You're also going to find a link to my merch store, over 300 items to choose from, uh, a link on where you can buy my first two books, uh, A Grateful Life and Dearest Renee, available in paperback and ebook. But anyway, that's all going to be found at uh, oldhippymedia.com, oldhippymedia.com. And uh, thank you in advance for going and checking it out. So we're going to stop there uh, with the pimping. I'm not going to turn this into a giant commercial. I don't like to do that, which is probably why I haven't sold enough books to take my wife to those kick-ass huts over the Indian Ocean by now. I'm not a very good self-promoter. Uh, one last bit of housekeeping uh, before we get into the news stories of the week, and that is a scheduling update. So next week, April 1st, there will be a new episode. At least I can't foresee there not being a new episode. The following week, however, April 8th, there will not be a new episode as I will be in the Bahamas and I ain't fucking doing an episode from the Bahamas. I'm not going to fucking take notes and write out a podcast episode and then take an hour to an hour and a half out of my day to do that. Fuck that shit. I'm going to take a week off and you guys can see me the next week. 
So jot that down in your calendar if this recording stays true and we actually wind up uploading something this week. April 1st, you'll have a podcast episode. April 8th, you will not. All right, now moving on to the news stories of this week. Uh, First, a non-political news story, actually a bit of a a personal news story, if I will. Uh, I'd like to make an announcement at the beginning of today's episode. So, uh, as you know, I was a landscape contractor for a a little bit over a quarter of a century. And uh, I owned my own landscape company, Powell Landscaping. And in February of 2018, I retired. I retired early at the age of 45, and for the last four years, uh, I have been self-publishing books, hosting a podcast, uh, but I haven't really been working, so to say, so to speak. But I would like to announce today that I am, in fact, uh, coming out of retirement. Um, Now, I've given this some thought. I, I never thought I would come out of retirement, but... Um, you know, even though when I let, let me just clarify here, my wife and I have a have a trucking company together, uh, but I'm talking about coming out of retirement uh, for a solo uh, job here. I'm going to go back to work, is what I'm saying. Going back to work, folks. Um, and uh, my inspiration for going back to work, Shoji Miramoto. Who is that? Well, in 2018, this 37-year-old Japanese resident posted a tweet advertising his availability for employment in a very uh, unconventional way. Uh, His offer to, uh, quote-unquote, do nothing didn't really seem like it was going to gain a whole lot of traction, but then people started taking interest, and he actually does carry out tasks for people. They're just what he calls very easy tasks from holding someone's place in line to just eating lunch with somebody that doesn't want to eat alone to just listening to somebody talk when they need someone to to speak to he's literally for hire to do nothing so i'm gonna come out of retirement and become the american version of morimoto Although he originally offered his services for free, he was just asking for people to cover transportation costs and maybe give him a little bit of food and drink. Uh, Because people started wasting his time, he started to uh, charge in order to weed out the people wasting his time. And now it costs you 10,000 yen, or about 96 bucks American, uh, to contract him. And he's been contracted for some serious jobs. From listening to a murderer confess to his crimes to accompanying a divorce uh, claimant into a hearing. I mean, he also does things like uh, going for walks with people and and posing for photos with people that don't want to take a picture alone. Morimoto simply listens but does not provide much more. Quote, I'm not a friend or an acquaintance to the client. I'm free of the bothersome things that accompany a relationship but can ease people's sense of loneliness. It's actually a very interesting concept when you stop and think about it. Many of the requests, he said in a 2019 interview, come from young women who are just scared to go out alone late at night. And that's actually a good angle. That's actually a solid service he's providing. 
he actually graduated with a physics degree, but found his work to be unfulfilling and unsatisfying. And then he started reading the words of Nietzsche, and everything changed. And now he says life for himself, his wife, and his children has completely changed forever. And I say good on you, man. Good on you. You're offering a service. You have found a niche. And you're helping people that don't want to go through things alone. Say excellent on you. So I'm announcing today. What date is it again? Is it March 25th? Yep, bingo. I'm announcing today that I am coming out of retirement. And I am for hire. I will do nothing for you wherever you need me to do nothing. So here's what it's going to cost. Just to weed out the assholes, because I know there are going to be some assholes out there. Uh, we're going we're gonna to make this worth your while and mine. You want to hire me? Here's what it's going to cost. You're going to need to cover all transportation, lodging, and food for whatever project it is that you want. You cannot hire me for anything that's illegal or anything that's going to be sexual in nature. And I can be yours for 500 an hour. No shit. I'm not even joking. Hit me up. The old hippie at oldhippymedia.com. What do you need me to come do? For one hour, I'm yours for 500 bucks. All right, there's really no way to transition out of that, but uh, we need to move on to actual political news, uh, and we're going to jump over to Ukraine, where we have an absolutely devastating headline. Now, people are going to say this man is was old, and he lived a very long life, and both of those things are true. But this is still a disgusting headline to read. 96-year-old... Holocaust survivor killed in blast from Russian missile. Dude literally survived Hitler only to be taken out by Putin. A fucking lifetime of dodging autocratic, tyrannical dictators. He makes it to 96 years old. The man should have been allowed to die uh, in peace when it was his time. But no. Uh, another piece of shit dictator in, in, in an unnecessary war kills this man that has survived so much, that have seen, has seen so much of our history. It's fucking shameful. Absolutely fucking shameful. Sometimes humanity can really suck. And, and that's one of those times. Deserve better than that. Uh, in a crossover uh, between domestic and international news, uh, Paul Manafort was taken off of a plane in Miami that was heading to Dubai, uh, a known safe haven for Putin allies, with a revoked passport. <coughs> now, remember, uh, this motherfucker is supposed to be in prison, serving a seven-year stint for the shit he did with Donnie. But because of COVID, he was able to, to request an early release, and with his health, his age, and the pandemic, they decided to release this motherfucker. And, and, and what does he do? He tries to skip out of the country to go to fucking Dubai on a revoked passport. Where are you going, Paulie? 
what you're running from. I cannot believe we allowed these Russian assets to infiltrate our body politic, but sure as fuck, they all got in under the radar, didn't they? Had Manafort made it out of the country and made it over to Dubai, you'd never see his ass again. Never again. So, if if Trump and, and his people are so innocent, why are his allies running for, for foreign cover? In other Donnie-related news, uh, Trump, you might have seen my video on this, pulled his endorsement of sitting Republican representative from Alabama, Mo Brooks. Brooks on Wednesday said that Donald Trump asked him to, quote, rescind the 2020 presidential election, remove, that's in quotes as well, President Joe Biden from office, and, quote, immediately put, end quote, Trump back in the White House and hold a new special presidential election. Interesting. I didn't know a congressman could do that. Brooks said in a statement on Wednesday that he had drawn Trump's ire by telling the former president that his plan was not legal, and we all know how Trump doesn't want to be told the shit he wants done is illegal. The congressman later told NBC News that Trump proposed the series of events to restore him to the presidency after September 1st, more than seven months after Biden's inauguration on January 20th. On Wednesday, Trump said it was, he was re- withdrawing an endorsement of Brooks in May's GOP primary for one of Alabama's U.S. Senate seats. Trump cited, and this is the interesting part here, why did he pull his endorsement of Brooks? He cited Brooks's call for Republicans to move on from the 2020 presidential election and focus on winning races uh, in 2022 and in 2024. You heard that right. Trump pulled his endorsement of a far-right ally of his in Congress because he wouldn't move on from the 2020 presidential election. You know, something I'm told I need to do every fucking day. But here Trump is pulling his endorsement for people that say it's time to move on. Which is it, maggots? I know some of you motherfuckers listen to this. Which one is it? You ignorant fucking shit stains. Quote, I repeat what has prompted President Trump's ire, Brooks said in prepared statements Wednesday responding to Trump's decision to pull his endorsement. Quote, the only legal way America can prevent 2020's election debacle is for patriotic Americans to focus on and win the 2022 and 2024 elections so that we have the power to enact laws that give us honest and accurate elections, end quote. He went on to say, quote, President Trump asked me to rescind the 2020 elections, immediately remove Joe Biden from the White House, immediately put Trump, President Trump back in the White House, and hold a new special election for the presidency. The stupid motherfucker, Trump, doesn't understand how shit works. And by the way, all of this is illegal. Not that Trumpers are going to fucking care about that. They haven't cared about that uh, from the get-go. <clears throat> I, 
the fact that Trump has been trying to pull this shit this entire time, I mean, he's asked him to do this as recently as six months ago. Is It, it is time for Trumpers to, uh, to, to take a fucking hint here. This guy is a goddamn enemy of the state. <clears throat> Quote, as a lawyer, I've repeatedly advised President Trump that January 6th was the final election contest verdict and neither the U.S. Constitution nor the code, the U.S. Code, permit what President Trump asks. Period. <clears throat> I've told President Trump the truth, knowing full well that it might cause President Trump to rescind his endorsement. But I took a sworn oath to defend and protect the U.S. Constitution. I honor my oath. That is the way I am. I break my sworn oath for no man. Now, keep in mind, this is a guy that helps helped push the stolen election lie. This guy spoke at Donnie's 2020 rally. you got to remember, though, for Trump, anything shy of unconditional loyalty will not do. Unconditional. It's against the law. I don't care. There is no mechanism for you to do it. Fuck you, figure it out. I don't care. That's all Trump cares about. He's not worried about Republicans retaking the House and the Senate in 2022. He's worried about his own power. He's worried about himself. Because that's all Trump cares about, is Trump. Wake the fuck up. By doing this, by coming out and saying all of this, and having Trump pull his endorsement, Brooks has put uh, his campaign in serious jeopardy. I mean, he's in deep red Alabama. But this goes to show you that that, that the ETTD hashtag is accurate. Everything Trump touches dies. And that is going to include Mo Brooks's political career. Absolutely insane what these people have done to themselves in the name of this ignorant fuck. It's stunning. Absolutely stunning. Moving on. Uh, In America's drunk uncle news, Florida's don't say gay bill has prompted a massive walkout of Disney employees. Listen, man. When your state's largest employer a company, mind you, that was named after a, a fairly conservative, anti-Semitic sack of dog shit. When they when they have a problem with you, and 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 the the state's largest contingent of employees walks out in protest of what it is you're doing, it might be time to rethink your course of action. But that's not going to. That's not even going to come close to happening because Ron DeSantis is a fucking idiot just like Trump. And he is just going to plow forward no matter what. And he is uh, he is going to be one of those people that's going to throw his hat in the ring for 2024. No question about it. And when he does, mark my words, you heard it here first. When he does, Trump will turn on him. When Ron DeSantis tries to win the Republican nominee, 
nomination, Trump will turn on him. There isn't a person on this planet that Trump is loyal to. And that, that is no joke. That includes his children, his wife. There isn't a fucking soul on this planet Trump is loyal to. And in the end, because it's all going to fall apart, he's going to turn on every fucking one of them. Every fucking one of them. Now, I don't know how long this podcast is going to be. It's obviously going to be considerably shorter than most of the podcasts I do, but uh, there is another story I want to I wanna talk about before we wrap up today. I understand we're only 20 minutes into this thing. It's going to be a light podcast this time around, but I want to talk about these confirmation hearings because the Republicans are taking a big risk right now. They really are. They're, they are. The Republicans are in a position... To, to mop the floor with Democrats in the 2022 midterm elections. And they're already causing themselves self-inflicted wounds by having such tremendous infighting. Now you say, well, both sides have infighting. Of course both sides have infighting. The far left doesn't particularly care for Biden, but the far left isn't fighting with uh, the moderate Democrats, the Bidens and the Kamalas of the world, anywhere nearly as harshly as the Mitch McConnell, Liz Cheney... Adam Kinzinger wing of the Republican Party is fighting with the Donald Trump, uh, Marjorie Taylor Greene, Ron DeSantis uh, uh, wing of the party. They are at fucking war with one another over control of the GOP. And that GOP civil war is is causing them to have these these unnecessary self-inflicted wounds as they head into this election season. And now they, they have these hearings to throw on top of it. And, and it's more unnecessarily harsh self-infliction of the wounds, right? So, so what are they doing? They're going on record in mass as being against the first ever African-American woman to be nominated to the Supreme Court. Even though they know she's qualified, even though they all voted for her for the position that she's in just more, not more than a couple of years ago. Now they're going to they're going to attack her. They're going to try and tear her down. And, 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 and this is the really fucked up part, right? It serves no purpose. It, it serves no purpose. They could let her confirmation breeze through and still possess a 6-3 conservative Supreme Court. She's replacing a liberal justice. She's not replacing a conservative justice. So they're fighting an extremely qualified African American woman and they're making themselves look like a bunch of racist assholes in the process. And all to not gain an advantage on the Supreme Court. It's it is it has to be the dumbest strategy yet behind Mitch McConnell just overtly showing his hypocrisy by holding one seat open for almost a year and then jamming another one through right before the election. 
I know the Republicans aren't going to listen to this because I'm just a small podcast, but why are you guys doing this to yourself? Why are you guys fighting this? You got Cruz asking her if she agrees with a kid's book that says that that, that babies are racist. You got Lindsey Graham asking her what her faith is and how devoted she is to her faith, which is way out of line for a Supreme Court justice. You guys are fucking this up. Seriously. You, you guys are fucking this up big time. She's going to be confirmed. You guys actually want the visual of Kamala Harris having to break a 50-50 tie to get her confirmed? You want the visual of a black woman, the first black female vice president, to have to be the deciding vote to put the first black a Supreme Court, female Supreme Court justice uh, on the bench in the face of unified opposition from the GOP, that's going to go light years towards helping your we're not the racist mantra. One thing I've noticed in, in watching these hearings it kind of dawned on me. Both sides weaponize these hearings, right? Both sides use these opportunities, I would probably say since Clarence Thomas, to attack the other side's nominee. Democrats did it with Amy Coney Barrett, Brett Kavanaugh, uh, Republicans are doing it now with Brown. But the manner in which they attack is interesting. Go watch the hearings. Go, go watch not only her hearings, but go back and, and watch the hearings of, of, of other justices in recent memory. And what you're going to find is that uh, when Democrats... So, so what happens is, is both Democrats and Republicans ask questions of the Supreme Court nominee that they're not supposed to answer, right? As a, as, as a nominee, you're not supposed to say, this is how I would judge uh, this case. Or, this is what I think of this policy. That's not your position. Your position is to take each case one by one and apply the law to it. So when Democrats are attacking Republican nominees, what they ask them that the, the, the nominees cannot answer is, how would you judge this case? How would you rule in an abortion case? Essentially, right? But when Republicans do it, they ask, how would you make law? How would you, what do you, what do you think of this policy? Trying to get her on record as being against this policy or against that policy. Or, or like Marsha Blackburn, can you give us the definition of a woman? Bitch, buy a dictionary. What has that got to do with her Supreme Court uh, nomination. What has that got to do with her experience on the bench? Nothing. Absolutely nothing. It, red meat. That's all it was. You recently had a, a swimmer, a, a trans swimmer in the news. And so this was just red meat to uh, show the base that she's still willing to uh, go to the mattresses for the dumbest of shit. 
You got Lindsey Graham saying on day one of the hearing, we're not going to ask you about your religion. Uh, your faith is not going to be something that's going to be an issue here. And then on the next fucking day, asks her, so how religious are you? How important is your faith to you? I don't know, motherfucker. How important are ladybugs in your asshole to you? So, the hearings press on. There's going to be a confirmation vote. We already know that Ted Cruz is going to vote no. And it seems like the entirety of the Republican Senate may vote in unison against the first African-American woman to be nominated to the Supreme Court. And that, that vote is going to be uh, talked about in political campaign ad after political campaign ad this fall as we head into the midterms. But then that brings up another issue. And that issue being Clarence Thomas. Now, I'm recording this at 1.23 p.m. on Thursday the 24th. It airs on the 25th. As of the time I'm recording this, I don't know if the status of this story has changed, but as of this morning, Clarence Thomas was still MIA for, I think, the fourth day in a row. He was taken to the hospital with pneumonia-like uh, conditions. Uh, we, we have news, at least I saw news, that he was on a ventilator for at least a period of time. Uh, last I saw, he was still on a ventilator, and he's missed his fourth day of, of arguments uh, ver- that he can do virtually. And the Supreme Court yesterday refused to give a health update. Now, I am not in any way, shape, or form going to root for the death of Clarence Thomas. Because if there's one thing that years teach you, it's that that's not something you ever want to do. I may not believe in a heaven or a hell uh, 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 or or an afterlife or a soul, but I do believe in karma. And that shit will boomerang on you fast. But I do wish that this is a, 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 a catalyst event that triggers him leaving the bench. And I hope it happens soon. So that we can fill that seat to get back one of those seats that were stolen from us. And yes, that's what happened, ladies and gentlemen. Those seats were stolen. People are going to tell you that they weren't stolen, but they were. Were they legally appointed and confirmed? Of course they were. Just because it was legal doesn't mean it was right. Remember, everything that happened in Germany in the early 30s was legal. Because it was law. Was it legal that Mitch McConnell held a seat open from uh, uh, Barack Obama's uh, last term in office for damn near a year? Of course it was legal. Was it right? No. That's a stolen seat. Brett Kavanaugh. Was it legal for Trump to uh, nominate a replacement and have it be Brett Kavanaugh? Of course. Brett Kavanaugh was not fully vetted. The FBI 
dropped the ball on his vetting uh, investigation, and nobody is talking still to this day about the fact that both Brett Kavanaugh and the justice that he replaces on the bench mysteriously had all of their debt paid off just before this happened. Student loans, gone. Mortgage, gone. Debt, erased. Who paid for that? Who paid to get themselves a nice, young, conservative Supreme Court justice that they can say, vote this way? The only legitimate one in my eyes is Amy Coney Barrett, and that one's tainted by the immorality of Mitch McConnell, who refused to even have a hearing on Merrick Garland over the course of damn near a year, and then shoved through Amy Coney Barrett right as the election came due. Showing the world he's nothing more than a hypocritical piece of shit. And now we've got this Clarence Thomas situation. I, as an American citizen who pay his salary, want to know what's going on with my Supreme Court justice. Where is Clarence Thomas? What is his health status? Is he able to execute the duties he holds? Or is it time to replace him on the bench? I want to know. Where is Clarence Thomas? We know where his wife is. She's helping the various organizations and causes that continue to this day to push the Stop the Steal uh, big lie. The 2020 election was rigged and stolen from us. I'm sorry, them. Where's Clarence? I want to know if it's going to be a 6-3 conservative Supreme Court or if it's going to be a 5-4 conservative Supreme Court. Because a 5-4 conservative Supreme Court looks very differently when the Supreme Court uh, Chief Justice is Roberts, doesn't it? All of a sudden it becomes a 4-4 Supreme Court with a leaning conservative swing vote in Roberts. A Chief Justice who has shown his willingness to uh, stand on precedence. To say this is settled law. We're not going to rehash this. Where is Clarence Thomas? Can we put the Supreme Court straight prior to the next presidential election? We might be able to, ladies and gentlemen. If only we can get an answer on where Clarence is. Now, by the time this episode airs, maybe he might have surfaced and we all of a sudden knows where he, know where he is. If so, great. Awesome. I'll go look into it when I see it. But right now, we don't know. And it's been a few days. And it's been a few days of news coming out that he is of uh, uh, not-so-great health at an advanced age. Where is Clarence Thomas? It's going to be a very interesting 2022 when it comes to Supreme Court news. Watch this space. All right, guys, that's all I got for you this week. I know it's a shorter than normal podcast, but I thank you guys for tuning in anyways. Uh, Tell a friend, spread the word. Send the link. Help a brother out. 
see if we can't build this thing up to the point where we're getting some advertisers on here and we can get picked up somewhere. Where? I have no fucking clue. But if anybody out there uh, is interested in signing the podcast, shoot me an email. The old hippie at oldhippymedia.com. Once again, don't forget to swing by the website, uh, uh, www.oldhippymedia.com. Tom, why'd you say the www? Because, motherfucker, I'm old. And uh, wish me luck. I'm going to take a little trip and see my daughter for the very first time. And people say, some people would say, what, aren't you more excited to see your grandchildren? I am very excited to see my grandchildren. I mean very excited to see my grandchildren, but I am very, very excited to see my daughter first and foremost. So uh, we'll talk about it on next week's podcast. All right? All right, guys. See you next Friday. And uh, until then, as always, stay grateful.